This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You can order award-winning Jonesy Q rubs and sauces at JonesyQ.com. Use promo code OOBSHOW if you order $20 or more and receive free shipping. That's JonesyQ.com. Promo code OOBSHOW. WRKS Pickens Jackson. You ready? Let's go! 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, Now live in the Bank Plus studio, where college football meets the all-lifestyle. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Out of Bounds Show with Bo Bounds. Streaming around the world live at the Out of Bounds radio app. And on your radio at ESPN 105.9. Where are you? The Zone. Good morning. Welcome in the Out of Bounds Show. ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Streaming live on the Out of Bounds radio app and thezone1059.com. Woo! What a great weekend. Um, Bengals or the Bengals and the Chiefs. Uh, great game. And then uh, 49ers and the Rams, another great game. Golly, playoff football, NFLs, unbelievable. Two SEC quarterbacks, Joe Burrow and Matthew Stafford. Man, Matthew Stafford gets out of Detroit. Uh, how dysfunctional is that franchise? Holy Mary Olzeff. Good morning, welcome in. Uh, Blake Mania with me. I'm your host, Bo Bounds, and um, excited about this week. All you know, Ole Miss back, like not just engaged, but super fired up as they are number one in the transfer portal after landing uh, Dart and Trigg. And uh, we talked to Tom Luganville about that the last couple of weeks, and and did it again a few minutes ago. And then he really likes uh, somebody to keep because. The Ole Miss stuff's going to overshadow anything Mississippi State did in recruiting. Justin Robinson, the wide receiver out of Georgia that transferred to Mississippi State. MSU landed Makai Polk. He caught 100-plus passes in one year. Um, 
then of course they didn't have their NIL fund ready and he decided to go and try to make a roster uh in the NFL and uh and again Ole Miss had their NIL fund ready and they kept two offensive linemen but Justin Robinson uh Luganville likes him 6'4 215 20 pounds 220 pounds and and a guy that could be huge for Will Rogers or I guess Sawyer Robertson, but I'm still betting on Will, but who knows. Uh, but he could be something that they haven't had. I mean, Makai was, Makai Polk was a good player and made some wonderful plays for you in one year. Uh, Justin Robinson could be a big pickup. And Jordan Mosley, he's another four-star receiver that you picked up. Uh, he He's out of Mobile and went to Northwestern, but had... Had offers to Tennessee and some other spots. And he's at MSU. Um, we'll see. Cannot wait to see what happens in uh, in 2022. But now we get to go through baseball season. That's right. Well, signing day's Wednesday. Is it, though? I don't know. No, it's and, not. That was and, rhetorical. You know, some people will sign a few players. And, um, and then we'll have it. <laughs> SEC baseball. Can't wait for March Madness, NFL draft, and then the summer will be all about the who, where, what, why, can, if of MSU Ole Miss and other teams going into football. Well, and will the question that I think will be raging through the state of Mississippi on both sides of the aisle will be quarterback discussion because state fans will be wondering if there will be a QB battle between Sawyer Robertson and Will Rogers, like you mentioned, and then. Ole Miss fans, I mean, I think it's there will be some an anxiety until it does or does not happen about the future of Luke Altmaier, right? And and whether or not he stays, goes, whatever. That until uh, until a hammer comes down, that will be a question for Ole Miss fans as well. Yeah, with the QB position. So interesting. Uh, I need you to look at your <clears throat> Twitter bookmarks real quick. Okay. Because uh, this will be what we need to talk about for the next five minutes. Oh. All right. Out of bounds. <laughs> 105.9 The Zone. ESPN. And that is awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. Is it not the greatest thing you've ever seen? So, tell people what Lane Kiffin just <sighs> uh, tweeted out. All right. So, Lane Kiffin, literally, like four minutes ago, tweeted out, hashtag Portal King. Two laughing emojis and three puzzle piece emojis. And it is a Photoshop picture. For those of you who who don't remember, Tiger King was the incredible docuseries that aired right at the beginning of COVID. When we all went home, right. it was like two weeks later it aired. It was, couldn't have worked out better for Netflix. And Tiger King went viral. You remember him, Joe Exotic, the Tiger King. Yeah. Well, Lane Kiffin has posted a picture, and it's a picture of... It's the Joe Exotic hugging a tiger picture, except... It's Lane's face instead of Joe Exotic's face. And over the Tiger's face, it just says portal. And so Lane is now calling himself the portal. He's Lane Exotic, the portal king. And when I tell you the Ole Miss fan base will get on the Lane train on uh, this. It already has 1,000 likes in four minutes. And it we just liked it. 200 retweets almost. Uh, yeah, they'll go crazy. Lane understands when to stir the drink. Yes. When to mix the cocktail a little bit extra to, to add a little bit of flavor. He he knows exactly how to push the button. Now, look, 
so far it's it's been all sunshine and roses in Oxford. No doubt. So we've seen when it goes the opposite direction at other stops for him. But but right now he's doing everything right and this yeah. right here is genius. It's genius. Well, they have juice and excitement. And they're inking Jared I uh Bruce Feldman just reported Jared Ivey's supposed to enroll today at Ole Miss. Georgia Tech Georgia Tech edge defensive rusher. edge rusher. He had six tackles for loss last year. Okay. Uh out of out of the ACC, but he's six six like 280 or something like that. a massive person, massive human being. They needed somebody to take Sam Williams' place. Yeah, and that's the plan, I guess. Instant right. impact. Yeah. Right. So you know, and that's the question, I guess, that Lane is walking. I gave you those numbers. Ole Miss 39 percent of their now, uh, with, now with him, it's well, it's no, that's, 40 plus. that's with 11. No, okay. that he's he, I added him in when you told me that he was in okay. there. So it's 11 of 28. 11 of 28. 11 of 28, which is 39 percent. It's like 39.4 percent or something okay, like so that. So 40 percent are transfer. But look portal. at the other names on. Look at the other programs on that list that I gave you. Southern yeah. Cal, 60 percent of this class is transfer portal. Right. LSU, that, two new coaches. How what's what did I put you on those? It's like 30. Five percent. LSU is forty eight percent. Forty eight percent of their classes transfer. Right. That's crazy. You OU another new. I think you said it early. New coaches are going to go heavy in their first class in the portal. I don't know. Maybe they'll do it forever. I I, I don't know how this is going to go. But but new coaches. New coach at LSU forty eight percent of their class. Southern Cal sixty percent of their class. Oklahoma thirty seven percent of their class. Those are new coaches going heavy transfer. Yep. They started late at their new school. Yep. So you got to get what's available. And you got to get what's available. And that's transfer portal. And then you've got Florida State at 38% and Nebraska, who's trying to, to really save, you know, Scott Frost is trying to save his job. Nebraska went 43% of this class transfer portal those are all your double those are your power five double digit transfer classes yeah all those cl- all those schools that you just mentioned have m- double digit transfers coming into the boat nice that's a big i mean those are big numbers yeah it, and it makes sense for the new coaches yeah but the question is will the lane trains will like florida state going big like this scott frost you know who you know who else is has gone big and is i think number six in the transfer list but it's only seven transfers but South Carolina, Shane Beamer, you know, it's kind of that 15 to 25 or 15 to 30 level school that is going to make hay gotcha. on that transfer portal, right? Because you notice Georgia and Alabama are not, they're not up there in the double digit numbers. They're Ar- not- Arkansas went heavy, right? They're number six. But it's only with six or seven transfers. See, that's the difference. It's not as many people, which is interesting. Gotcha. Higher higher per player rating. Sam Pittman got that name image likeness fund going. I just read an article on Arkansas's name image likeness fund. He got it going, basically told the boosters, if you're going to play in the transfer portal, you got to have some cash money. I mean, what is, what is Jackson Dart getting? What? hundred, couple hundred thousand a year? Ole Miss put together a... Totally legal deal through their transfer, uh, through their NIL fund to land Jackson Dart. The Out of Bounds Show is brought to you by the Charbroiled Oysters at Drago's Seafood Restaurant and Oyster Bar. The Out of Bounds Show podcast is brought to you by Kessler Prime. For the best steaks in Mississippi, visit Kessler Prime in the Renaissance.
Good morning. Welcome in. Uh, Brian Dayball being introduced as the new New York Giants head coach. Y'all remember he went through Alabama briefly, was with the Patriots, went through Alabama briefly, landed with the Bills, getting credited with uh, the development for Blake Scott's new favorite quarterback, Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Uh, Brian Dayball looks like a coach from the Northeast or Midwest. He looks like he ate a lot of buffalo wings while in Buffalo. Didn't even check up. I mean, what position do you think he played? Right guard. Had to. Or middle linebacker. You know who he looks like? Or middle, when he was growing up 20 years ago. You well, know, he played both. Yeah, he played right guard on offense. Those guys were line, thumpers yeah, in the yeah. middle and didn't have to run sideline to sideline. You know, I don't know. He's pretty thick still. He might have been a DT. He okay. might have been. He might have been OTDT. Right. Yeah. Uh, offensive line, defensive line, yeah. just back like and New forth. New Jersey high school. Fair yeah, enough. he's he's as they say, as the kids say, he is thicker than a snicker. Um, another story: Southern Miss has landed ten. Just like Ole Miss, 10 uh, transfers in the transfer portal. So, Will Hall um, trying to get this roster up and running and several from Mississippi State and Ole Miss, which I think is a good move. Um, I mean, you look at some of the guys, uh, Calvin McMillan, Aaron Odom, um, Armandus Cooley, Tylen Knight, Quentin Bivens, Janari Dean. These are all, for, for those of you who live and die recruiting, you're familiar with some of these guys. Uh, Dalen Gill. Uh, do I have anybody else here that you may know? Well, that's a bunch of other dudes. Anyway, uh, 10 guys joining Will Hall and Southern Miss. So I think that's also, you know, exciting. For, for Southern Miss fans. Uh, Blake, let's talk Patrick Mahomes. So, yeah, he redshirted. That's right. And then as soon as he jumps in, they they win. Yeah. Of course, they had been winning with uh, Alex sure. Smith. And and they had been winning big with Alex Smith. And Andy Reid is an excellent coach. He won big at the, with the Eagles' five NFC championship games. Um, Again, they... They made the move to go get Mahomes, draft him, redshirt him, so on. Uh, he come, boom, he introduces himself to us. Most of you weren't watching Texas Tech football um, unless you're a degenerate gambler like Jay. And <laughs> now, you know, he becomes a household name, a star. He, he, he improvises, he ad-libs, his arm angles, all that. And the Chiefs have all this juice at uh, at the skill position, mm-hmm. at the skill position. All in offensively. That's what they've gone the yeah. last five years. Which is, I mean, that's where the game is shifted. It's the way it's called. Smart, smart, smart. And, um, you know, we all know about Tyreek Hill, Kelsey. Who's the guy that got in trouble that went to the Browns? Oh, my gosh. Uh, Kareem Hunt. Yeah. Sorry, it took me a second. That was so long ago. It took me a second. So, I mean, you know, it's one after another as yeah. far as guys that they yeah. that they have. And every time they bring somebody on, whether it's like uh, Pringle or Miko Hardman, uh, Alaire, like they just they bring guys in well, who you don't even know, and then they just make them good offensive players. Yeah. So I think Alaire, 
Uh, oh, they overdrafted him, but it is yeah, what that it was is. A, yeah. yeah, that was a that was a bad pick. But anyway, the point is, Mahomes is now under fire, under scrutiny because he had a bad second half and overtime. It's really his first black eye on his career. In true, yeah. I mean, this is the first like you can one hundred percent point to this and go. Y'all not only lost this game, but like you underperformed drastically. And and would you say that because they were down so many offensive linemen in last year's Super Bowl, he somewhat or got a pass or yeah. deserved a oh, pass? Well, I the only reason they even were halfway able to even exist in that Super Bowl was because he was doing things that most quarterbacks can't do behind okay. that offensive line. So All yeah, right. I mean that that was more front office personnel mistakes that that left them so you know, unable to move the ball last year. Every team has had a window except the Patriots. I know theirs is over now, but they did it for two decades. Correct. You have to wonder, because the Chiefs loaded up, loaded the boat, salaries, and so on, you know, how long you can... Now, Mahomes is great, and Reed is awesome. But you have to ask yourself, you know... Blake, or do you believe Blake that they are just going to be there? Period. Into discussion, the next five, six, seven years. I know we we mentioned Josh Allen, who is amazing uh, on that side of the conference. We mentioned Joe Burrow and we mentioned Justin Herbert, and there there could be some others. I, are, are are we all in that the Chiefs are going to be not necessarily in the AFC Championship game every year, but in the thick of it, regardless of what they have to do? As far as balancing, you know, managing their roster? I think that Mahomes is a top five quarterback in the league. Where you want to put him is relevant. You can just debate that into perpetuity. But when you have that level of guy, you will always have a chance. I mean, they were up 21 to three. If they don't botch the halftime score, who knows what the Boy, rest and of at the... that level in the NFL, that happens in college and high school. Well, it happens to bad teams in the NFL. It doesn't happen right. to the Chiefs. Yeah, it happens to that's, Lions that's and the, the Jets. The, the, the Chiefs have not done but, that. But to not get any points Correct. down there inside the three. It was just a total... It was like they had checked out. And then let me let me put it to you this way, too. In the first half, Tyreek Hill and uh, Travis Kelsey uh, had 133 yards receiving and two touchdowns. In the second half, Tyreek Hill didn't catch a pass. How, how does that happen? He's the most unguardable player in the history of the NFL, arguably, uh, and he, he didn't and catch a pass. Cooper Cup, evidently, yeah. are the most unguardable people right now in the NFL. You may want to throw in some more Jamar yeah. Chase is emerging. But, but Tyreek Hill's separation ability, he no one gets open the way Tyreek Hill gets yeah. open. No one leaves guys eight yards away. Right. Like, even Cooper Cup doesn't leave him that far in the and, dust. And he had he zero didn't catch catches. one pass. Yep, in the second half or overtime. Correct. Goodness gracious. And so, I, and look, I know Andy Reid's brilliant. I know he's a heck of a football savant. And so are, you know, his coaches. But play. they had a bad second half. It's just the Not truth. Not just bad. It was terrible. No, it was awful. Especially with this, given the stage that you're on. At home. And Mahomes had not thrown. He had thrown one interception at home in the playoffs. He threw two in the second half. And he, he could have thrown more than that, Blake. And, and he had never lost a lead with a 50. He had never lost a 15-point lead in the history of his career, playoffs or regular season. He was 37-0. and 0. He's now 37-1. and 1. Wow. So I understand that we're a little bit playing overreaction Monday to an extent. I'm not saying Patrick Mahomes is done. I mean, oh, no, he's great let's player. put it this way. David Hellman, our friend, friend of the show, Dallas Cowboys insider, David Hellman tweeted this yesterday, and I think it's a great way to talk about it. The Chiefs have hosted four straight AFC title games, gone to two Super Bowls, and won one. 
The Packers have won 13 games in three straight seasons and have yet to make a Super Bowl in that stretch. Tom Brady has absolutely skewed the way we measure success. Yeah. The, the Chiefs have hosted. Let me say that again. The Chiefs have done something that's never, even the, the Patriots under Brady and Belichick didn't do this. They hosted four straight AFC title games. That means they were the number one seed. For, yeah. So, no, they weren't the number one this year, but the Bengals beat the number one. But right. they got to host four straight times hosting the AFC title. They'll be back. Will they host it for three straight years? Maybe not. But they will be in competition. The difference is, unlike the last five years, you now have Josh Allen and the Bills at an elite level. Joe Burrow and the Bengals obviously playing above their minds. You haven't even talked about Justin Herbert, and we don't know that Aaron Rodgers isn't coming to the AFC too. Well, in their division, what if Derek Carr stays with the Raiders, Aaron Rodgers goes to the Broncos, and Justin Herbert just gets better? This could be a tougher ask and a, and a, and a tougher path. We talk about it in college football yep. all the time. Yep. Getting to the playoff path of re- least resistance. What if it's Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, Derek Carr, and Justin Herbert in the same division? Yeah. I mean, murderer's row. It's the SEC West. If Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams go to the Denver Broncos. Wow. SEC Insider Hit coming up next. We are the Out of Bounds Show, 105.9 The Zone ESPN, powered by Superior Foundation for all your foundation repairs. The Out of Bounds Podcast is brought to you by the delicious Philly cheesesteak sandwich and cheeseburgers at Roosevelt's at Live Oaks Golf Club. Good morning, SEC Insider Hit this morning. Is brought to you by Havana Smoke Shop. Two locations in the Jackson Metro area where you can find Rocky Patel cigars. Olivas. La Florida Minicanas, Liga Privadas. All at Havana Smoke Shop, I-55 North in Jackson and across from Shaggy's at the Reservoir. Good morning, welcome in. We are the Out of Bounds Show, also brought to you by Dallas Body Shop in Ridgeland. So the talk of the state right now, we've got a couple of things going on. Obviously, one is Lane Train and the transfer portal. And Ole Miss is number one in tra- number one ranking. They have the number one ranking in the transfer portal recruiting. All right? And it looks like they're going to add more. Obviously, the Georgia Tech edge rusher, but they they could add even more. Um, What Blake and I have been discussing, and you're listening to ESPN 105.9 The Zone, and I'm your host, Bo Bounds. What Blake and I have been discussing is, and others, both Ole Miss and Mississippi State, is with this new case study of how much is too much or, or do you go? I mean, you're going and getting guys that have already played a couple of years, right? Um. And you're obviously looking at what you need. And you're trying, as Luganville said, are you upgrading? Are you upgrading where, you know, on almost every kid? Uh, I mean, Ole Miss has got four offensive tackles. Now, they won't all play offensive tackle, but they have four offensive tackle transfers at this time. I know this could change in two seconds. And, you know, they've added the Zach Evans 
the big time running back out of Texas TCU, is how will this will this work? What's too much? What's not enough? You know, hey, may, will we see rosters start to? Will more and more programs go even heavier into the portal? Some people, Mississippi State fans, are like, hey, we need to be more in the portal. I mean, they landed a what Tom Luganville told us was a fantastic wide receiver out of Georgia. And Blake and I were referencing a podcast from one of the Georgia insiders who didn't sugarcoat it and said, dude, I thought he was going to be our guy this year pre-injury. Yeah. And 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 would really have been a baller next year. I mean, if he's that, if he's even a different player, size, stylistically, everything else. But production, mm-hmm. okay, y'all know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. If, he, if he catches 100 balls in that air raid, Hey, you just lost a lot. That's the thing for Mississippi State and Ole Miss. Ole Miss knew they were losing uh, almost all of their production um, because they lost all their production. Let's just yeah. say it. But, Matt they, Corral, but they knew it. Drummond Sanders, into, yeah. Ely. Well, they didn't know Ely or Connor Parrish for sure. But when you look at Corral, Sanders, Drummond, Ely, Connor yeah. Parrish, Parrish is surprising. But I think I mean I. I, I think I yeah I, I felt like Ely for sure was going to leave I I get that one but regardless is I think Mississippi State wasn't quite as the fans weren't quite as prepared mentally for we're going to lose all this production because you thought you Mekhi could Polk. Malik Heath who I get was up and down but that would have been a big body to have back I next know. year I mean you you never know he he's a good player not I mean he flashed ability and that's the thing consistency was never there but maybe. Some old Miss people think they're going to get him. One more year. I, I thought Dion was landing that one. I thought that was a dude. This changes literally every two seconds. Well, I mean, look, it took Dart until today to, or late yesterday to tweet out that he was even committed. So, right. I mean, that tells you how. And look, Caleb Williams had, I mean, it's this Dart, whole thing. Dart looked around hard for other options. And Ole Miss stayed the course and put together a heck of an look, NIL deal. I mean, Lane Train is. Uh, He's the portal king. Well, he made the call to action five, six weeks ago, seven weeks ago, and and they made it happen. Uh, you know, Mississippi State asleep at the wheel on Makai Polk. Could have gotten him back for 50 to 100 grand. Well worth it. 100 balls, 100 catches, like 12 to 15 of them being big on third down or in the red zone. That's what you're looking for. Guys that actually move the needle. Position of value. I mean, he caught twice what your next – Leading receiver caught. He had 105. Jaden Wally had 55. Okay. So do with that information what you will. That's the piece that he was. And it's not always about skill level production. Sometimes it's about comfortability in, inside the offense. You know who I think about a lot when I think about what Makai Polk was for Will Rogers last year? A lot of what Cole Beasley was for Dak Prescott or what he has been for Josh Allen. Yeah. He's not the most athletic receiver on the team. He's not the burner. He's not the touchdown threat constantly what he is is he's a safety blanket who gets open all the time yeah and when a qb has that level of camaraderie chemistry understanding with the receiver matt corral and elijah moore absolutely There's two years no ago i mean no doubt whenever matt needed to he just said i can yeah. i can go to elijah yeah. moore 99 percent of the time he's going to be open yeah and 99% of the time because of his hands, he's going to catch the ball. That's a great the, point. The difference Mekhi is... Polk to Will Rogers yeah. was great. And you, you make a great point yeah. on uh, what Cole Beasley's been and what Cooper Cup has been for Matthew yeah. Stafford. 
The difference is Cooper's the most talented guy on that team. Well, that's true. And that's so true. is Elijah Moore for Ole Miss. And, Ma- and Makai, so is Makai Polk. Was he the most talented receiver? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, then that's a problem for you. When you, when you look State. at route running and hands and the ability to drop in in one year and have that impact. Then that's a problem Yeah. if you're Mississippi well, State. Well, and then Teddy Knox. You had a four-star receiver out of the Houston metro area. He just walked. And yeah. You just, you know. You know, and I love the... All right, I get that maybe one out of every ten times when you hear homesick, they're if, really homesick. If Chad homesick, Bumpus but, would have been hired over the holidays. And you had an NIL and, and, deal. And had just, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. And had just had a few meetings with Teddy Knox. Yeah. Hey, I played. I played wide receiver in the SEC. I put up really good numbers and never had a great quarterback. Or not even a good quarterback. Yeah. As far as throwing the foot accurate. Yeah. You know, hey, hang with us. I know you're homesick. Hang in there with us. Homesickness goes away when you're catching touchdowns and getting paid. I just yeah. throw that out there. But but to drag your feet that long on a, on an in-house hire. It, it, now whatever Hollingshead, I don't know what his first name is. So what what grade do you let's let's we're January thirty first, okay? So we're about to start February year three, okay? Both coaches now. By this point, both coaches have been there a full two years because Leach was that late hire. Yeah, that's true. Full two years. Give me your letter grade on Kiffin for his first two years total. Okay. Everything, everything. On field, off field. Yeah. Recruit, all of it. Letter a. grade. A. A. Okay. Yeah. And your belief is that he will get a what grade for the next two years for Lane Kiffin? What you think it goes down, up, stays oh, the same? Oh, it's not going to stay at A. Uh, I would say B. Okay. Now do the same for Mike Leach. First two and moving forward. B. For the first two years? Yeah. Okay. He walked into a bad, bad, bad situation. But is he doing everything he can off the field to make it the be- a better situation? Yes. I mean, he may not be. He's not doing stuff that he's trying not to make it better. Oh, I don't think he's not trying to get. Uh, but. It, do, it certainly seems like Ole Miss and Lane Kiffin have stepped it into overdrive and become a little bit more proactive, whereas Mike Leach... Proactive in the transfer portal? Well, and just in, in improving the team roster in general. Has, do you feel like Leach in the... I mean, wait, like this bump is higher. Waiting around to make this higher, that's not, that's, that's not proactive. That's not getting the job done. That's I, lazy. I, I agree with that. Well, that hire is an is a D. But it's the pro, it's not even the hire; it's the process. I, I agree. The fact that if you were going to promote him, then do it three weeks ago because you've now killed your roster somewhat. Well, because you haven't of killed it. your roster. You've you lost two major components at your receiver position, which is the most important position for your team outside of Will Rogers at this point moving yeah, forward. Yeah, Makai Polk, and you don't know what Teddy Knox was going to be, but people felt like he could be. I mean, Steve Robertson didn't sugarcoat it. No. And and sometimes he he does lean towards positivity. This was not positive. He he basically said on our show that's a blow. Three three guys all from the same position, all because you wouldn't hire someone. Malik Heath, Makai Polk, Teddy Knox. M- Malik was going to the NFL, then had the car wreck. At that point, this but it Malik reset. wakes up every day. I wish the young man the best. He's been through a lot, and, and where he's from, and all. But Malik wakes up with a new idea every day. I understand that, but if you make the right hire, or if you just make a hire in general and have nil deals in yeah, place, yeah, maybe a Chad Bumpus can can, uh, you know, cultivate a relationship in the first couple of meetings and with some him. Cash, I mean, that's oh, what, that's, what, that's what we keep getting. Yeah. It all is going to come back to this. At the end of the day, we can we can sugarcoat. Oh, I don't, 
I don't know if I blame. Well, I don't know. I, Kiffin can't do it, but he can do the call to action. Correct. I don't think Leach did the call to action six, Correct. seven weeks ago on the name, image, likeness. Uh, Ole Miss went and filled up the name, image, likeness fund. Mississippi State scurrying around trying to claim that they're going to do a, a name, image, likeness fund with people giving twenty five hundred and two hundred bucks. That's nonsense. Yeah. Chasing your tail. Yep. You've got to go get a name image likeness fund where you're getting the top five percent of your donors to go in and put up big boy money and get seven figures and so on. So yeah, to answer your question, I would say uh Lane's been an A A plus. He did walk into Matt Corral and Matt Luke handed him some nice, nice pieces. But the bottom line is Lane take took advantage. Um Joe Moorhead and his staff gutted the program. Leach walked in. It's been an uphill battle, and they've had to play a true freshman slash true sophomore at quarterback. And they had no – I mean, I got ripped on six-pack speak when I when I just looked. I mean, it wasn't – we're just calling it like we see it. I mean, I look at the roster on the defensive side of the football going into Labor Day weekend. I'm like, there's not a difference maker on the team. There's not a Willie Gay, a Preston Smith, a Fletcher Cox, a Chris Jones. I mean, Jeffrey Simmons is maybe too much to ask for, but there's just not a K.J. Wright. There's just not anybody that, I mean, you literally had a bunch of solid, that's hard to do in the Sun Belt, and especially with a program that has had good defenses over the years. You just had a bunch of solid Power five players mixed in with too many G five players that you played. How how are you that bad at the safety position? How are you that bad at the edge rusher position? Uh, it's mind boggling. And how do you since July one not get your act together and get a name image likeness fund up and going? Correct. That's what I don't again. And I know I understand Lane Kiffin doesn't make the fund. I understand Mike Leach doesn't make the fund. But I've I feel very confident as an outsider looking in that Kirby Smart, Ryan Day. And I think Lane motivated the top 5% to, because even Ole Miss, and that this surprises me. They were slow. Ole Miss was late to the party, and they love football and love football, and they've always been more committed to winning. And recruiting. Even though Mississippi State has closed the gap since 91 and Cheryl. So... It, 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 I'm blown away that Ole Miss waited as long as they did, but when they got it together, whenever this was in December and January, they loaded it up to land a Jackson Dart to, to an edge rusher from Georgia Tech and so on. Mississippi State, why, why haven't they gone out and gotten an edge rusher? It's a great I question. I can tell you why. You don't have a name, image, likeness fund. You don't have edge You got Jordan Davis. You're hoping he, he comes back. What do you got? In a game that's played on dis on the quarterback and disrupting your tail and yeah. disrupting the quarterback, you have nobody. To I mean, you had nobody at edge rusher this year. Yeah, I'm with you. You didn't sniff making people uncomfortable. And unless JJ, unless um, excuse me, unless Jordan Davis is like JJ Watt, TJ Watt, and Lawrence Taylor all rolled into one, he's not going to be enough by himself to make you that much more dynamic at getting to the passer anyway next year. You need more than one guy. Yeah. You've got to have – and so I'm with you. And, again, I, I I guess what I go back to is the best coaches and the best run programs, those coaches are instrumental in motivating their off-field contributors into contributing the right way. Yeah. 
And that's where Mike Leach is, is, has let the ball drop it, in a major way. And this Lane Kiffin formula, if it's successful, will be emulated by those teams that aren't Alabama, South Georgia, Carolina, Ohio State. MSU, yeah. Arkansas, Kentucky, Oklahoma State, Michigan State, yep. Baylor, yep. Uh, um, North Carolina. Um, I mean, look at even Florida State, who's trying to do it, who has been behind now, the eight Nor- ball. Norvell's on the hot seat. Yep. He, they've done some. You feel like they may be trending in the right way, but he's the t- he's on the clock. And when you and need- when you're on the like Scott Frost at Nebraska yep. and Mike Norvell at Florida State, yep. when you're on the clock, you just got to take a. Everything is risk and reward in all these coaches Kiffin Leach are doing, but you've got to take some more risk to hopefully fill the holes on your roster so that you can win enough games to buy you another year. Because the the way to win quicker is now through the transfer portal. It's the more instant impact. Because even of the top 100 players coming out of high school, very few are ready to contribute to your team enough to get you one, two, three extra wins, right? You need... Right. The, the, the way yeah, you can do that is bringing State in transfer this, people. Do not sign Jeffrey Simmons and Laramie Tunsil where you literally plug and play, and not only do you plug and play, but they give you a but win. But they're in yeah. the top 10% yeah. in the conference as true freshmen the minute they walk on the field. Yep. yep. I mean, they are, you can just go look at them and go, NFL. And there's only 30, maybe 50, maybe 100 of those in the country every year out of high school. Whereas in the transfer portal, I can get guys who can come in and definitively impact my team in a positive way day one. And maybe they have one year of eligibility. Maybe they have two. Maybe they have three. But those types of guys, that's that's the high risk, high reward, is you can either turn your roster around immediately or you can lose your locker room because you bring in people oh, who aren't the right way. There's all kinds of yeah moving parts. And like you said, risk and re- reward to all this. Yeah, but it's no just doubt. higher reward in theory, quicker if you hit in the transfer portal, and and if you hit at the most important positions, which are quarterback, yeah. edge rusher, and O, o- line, Ole Miss. Tackle, sign, yeah. I don't know how many. They may all be good. Whatever. They've got four offensive tackles coming in. They're gonna they're gonna beef it up. Yeah. Nickelback says on the Ag Up Equipment text line six zero one eight eight five three seven seven six. You know where to go to get your next John Deere tractor to manage your land. It was Mississippi Ag, now Ag Up Equipment. Nickelback says, uh, Bo, they gave six figures to a tight end with seven catches and a defensive tackle with 12 tackles last year. Oh, you, you could argue they overpaid, but they overpaid Trig because they had to have Dart. Correct. Don't Mar- market understand, value. people yep. do this all the time. They had to have Jackson Dart, according to Lane. Lane just didn't feel like Luke Luke Altmeyer, who looks like he's got a good skill set, was going to be enough to win at the level that Lane is now established and that the Ole Miss fan base wants. And, and, and Tom Luganville just told us last in the eight o'clock hour, hey, Dart is he's not like Grand Canyon Gap, but he is slightly better skill set than Luke Altmeyer. Once Lane went in, he said, we got to go in. We got to offer this kid six-figure-a-year NIL deal, and we have to offer Trig whatever it takes because they're a package deal. And they did to see how 
I mean, you feel like Dart's going to be good. The, the question is, is he great? Corral was great. Dak was great. Eli was great. We've had some other really good ones like Chad Kelly and Nick Fitzgerald. I mean, those were, as far as college productivity, were really good players. Yep. Okay? Bo Wallace, really good players. Uh, and, and Will Rogers is trending that way. So, can I give you some breaking news out of the SEC West? Will you give me a hint? Uh, yes. Is Austin Davis lose, leaving Auburn? He just did. Are so, you uh, serious? Uh, according to reports out of the Plains, Austin Davis has separated with Auburn due to personal reasons, is the quote. Um, Austin Davis, obviously former Southern Miss quarterback. Uh, great Se- Southern Miss quarterback. Seattle Seahawks quarterback coach with Russell Wilson under Pete Carroll for a couple years, an offensive passing game coordinator. And then just recently, I mean, within the last, what, three months, took the Auburn job right at the end of the season. Auburn had both OC and DC leave. One left on his own. One was run out. Um, they have replaced them both, and now we'll have to replace their OC again. Austin Davis no longer a part of the Auburn organization, effective immediately. So he didn't even find the best cheeseburger joint in Auburn, Alabama. You think I mean, he, he can, was he was there for about two weeks. Didn't even, you know, what is going on with Brian Harson? He was hired in late December. He's now stepping down. My question to you is this: Is he able to get out of that lease? <laughs> is that a is that condo uh, on whatever they call like the downtown part of Auburn? Is that <laughs> can he sublet that? Is the question? So, if you're Alan Green, the athletic director at Auburn. Are you in a Joe Judge situation? And I, I know that's yeah, recency I bias, mean, but like a Joe Moore, this is a Joe Moorhead, Joe Judge, um, Ellis Johnson situation in Auburn. Harson is in over his head. Bo, he he ran off the only good coach they had on roster in Derek Mason to promote from within because he had a guy that came with him from Boise State who was coaching linebackers. Derek Mason's offense, Auburn defense, was number four in the SEC. Oh, they were good. They were man. the only thing they had going. I mean, Derek Mason is such a phenomenal DC. He had one. He had, he truly had one bad Super game. Super sharp. One bad game when they gave up the, the the blowout or the comeback loss to Mississippi State. Right. They held Bryce Young in Alabama to ten points. I mean, they were they played great all year. They did play great. And and Harson said, Derek, we're good. They See stifled you later. Matt Corral and he, yeah. and and that Ole Miss offense. And so he pushed Derek Mason out. Okay. Now the OC left on his own, so they so they replaced the OC. They replaced the DC, and now the OC they in fi- Austin he, Davis. Did he fire Mike Bobo? I he? think Bobo left. Okay, I, I got I, it. It may have been mutual. It may have been just like Mason, where they were going to move on from him anyway. But okay. Bobo took a job. Is Harson trying to get fired and get the buyout so that he can go back out west and do you know be the next coach at Wyoming or Nevada? I or something? would. I don't know that I've seen. It is chaotic on the plains right now. Chaotic. That's good for Mississippi State and Ole Miss. I yeah, mean, could be. Uh, I mean, look, State beat them. Both, Ole Miss had them. It, I mean, they absolutely there. they did after not having their act together in the first quarter. Blake, they both host Auburn at home next year. Winnable game could be a win- yeah should be a winnable absolutely. game. absolutely yeah. Auburn looks like they're in shambles. And then, and what's crazy is they did push. You know, their recruiting picked up at the very end, right? They kind of. They were they were way behind. Then they made a late push. Their their Auburn class right now, transfer and high school combined, is number twenty overall. But 
Harson, I mean, does he not look in over his skis? Yes. By a long shot. Let me switch gears. We've only got a minute. Yeah. Um, people are saying, Bo, you, you just think Lane's making all the best decisions, blah, blah, blah. Oh, no. Chris Partridge, to me, is not – that does nothing for me, a defensive coordinator. He's never called plays. He may be great, but but just entering into this SEC, uh, he's never been a play caller. Still a better hire than Charlie Weiss Jr., yeah, I mean, I'm not. I'm not impressed with the coordinator. They're both hires. bad. Yeah. They took us. They took a not just a step back. They took a massive step back at OCDC. Yeah. All right, the Out of Bounds Show, 105.9 The Zone, ESPN, it is brought to you by Dallas Body Shop in Ridgeland for all your collision repair. Dallas, Dallas Body Shop. Also, Went McGee, the Mortgage Man. He'll shop the best rates for you. Mortgage Man MS. Went McGee, the mortgage man. And the show is brought to you by Bank Plus. It's more than a name. It's a promise. Thanks for listening to the show. Tom Luganville talked Mississippi State and Ole Miss transfer portal. And Sean Payton, who he's known since 1991. And it was really good. Check out our podcast on Apple Podcasts. Yes, we're on Spotify. I'm proud of it. And yes, we're on Podbean. Have a great Monday. We'll see you tomorrow. Chris Lamonis at 930. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.